I do have a from when I was a child growing up a like a holographic Kazakhstan card. Is that Kazakhstan? Kazakhstan. Jesus Christ. What's good, man? It's your boy Juicy J, man. Shout out to Virtual Homework Podcast. What's up, world? That's that's well, the intro. Why not? Well, the whole world. Where this is? Yeah, the whole world. Mr. This world is the international wide. podcast. I could probably look into our stats and find at least one person from out of the U.S. Dude, shout outs to so, Romania. Shout outs to Romania. If you are in fucking uh shit, what's the capital of Romania? I should know this. I should know this. Bucharest? Is it Bucharest? I think so. Is it Bucharest? I got it. You hear the you hear the typing? So I wasn't doing it before. It's the capital, largest city of Romania. There we go. Geography knowledge down. This is the geography say, podcast. I was going to say Budapest, but that's Hungary. Yeah, close enough. It doesn't matter for the purposes of this video game podcast. <laughs> What's up, Romania? What's up, world? We're coming at How's you from, I guess, our own houses here, uh, recording the virtual homework podcast. Where I've said the name a million from? times. Are you, are you asking me to dox myself right now? Yeah, dude. Uh, we're on the fucking moon. Yeah, uh, this podcast is actually being filmed at a Cambodian temple. Cambodian. Canadian temple. <laughs> Not, sounds, sounds like a Cambodia. foreign porno. Some some country that begins with the the letter C. We're at a temple of Buddhist origin, filming a podcast in the basement. Yeah, dude, it's pretty cool. It's all right. How was your week this week? Uh, all crypto shit is basically what I spent basically all my time doing crypto shit and playing Hades. Uh, I like. Yeah, to like actually, to... let's let's get into that. So, spoilers: the game this week. The fireman was pretty short, yeah, and I wouldn't say that was by design, but at the same time, because we played a relatively short game this week, we actually basically were ha- able to have a double week with Hades because I feel <laughs> yeah. like both of us had had unfinished business with Hades. So oh, before definitely. we get into the game this week, let's actually get into Hades a little bit. Did you play Hades the last week? Uh, I probably played like twenty two hours or like twenty three hours of Hades this week. I that's, had, that's very specific. Like I, I'm just fucking estimating, but I I did beat it twice. Um, I did, I played it, uh, after you beat it, you unlock, like, an end game that makes it more difficult, you get, like, more rewards and stuff, but fuck, man, that game is, like, I couldn't, I, like, I tried to think of negative things to say about that game, I have, like, zero bad things to ever say about that game, play Hades, that game is so fucking good. Yeah, Hades is definitely, uh, I, I, I made a tweet about this, but I think it's probably the best game I've played in the last five years, I can't, I can't think of anything that, like, really captivated me from start to finish, and, like, there's a lot of good games out there, and I'm trying to think of something that, like, had a, I had a better experience with, and there's things that come close but yeah. i don't think there's anything that quite beats like Hades i really like 999 but like this is just such a better experience as far as like pure like fun like me wanting to go to like the next step over and over and over uh something i realized over time is that like after you beat the game there's like more story and you unlock more story like the more you beat the game and like do it on harder difficulties and like it's it just kind of cool how you can progress to the story slowly like that it's like yeah i mentioned this uh last week but but it's it's really a completionist dream. It's it's one of those games where it took us both probably about twenty five hours to beat it the first time. Yeah. I spoiler alert, I also beat it for for nice. the first time. But like after that, if you really want to like beat this game fully, you're probably gonna have to sink like a hundred hours in, especially given that the end game and what you could do and to make the game harder, it it it, it gets near impossible. I, I talked to you a little bit about this and you alluded to it but i like you watch some of the people streaming this game right now it's and nasty they're, they're, hard 
there there are ways that basically make the end game more difficult and you see a lot of like these top streamers in the Hades directory doing these like challenge runs of like the absolute hardest difficulty and like Jesus Christ like the first dungeon is like already like stupidly fucked up in terms of like difficulty so that was definitely entertaining to watch i will say that is not for me in fact a lot of this end game in general wasn't for me yeah i'm kind of i i was at this point where i i was kind of getting frustrated towards the end trying to beat this game and like when i finally did it i had like a huge sense of accomplishments i you 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 mentioned like when you beat it you were like smiling uh ear to ear oh yeah absolutely uh, just with excitement and i i was basically the same way but like it was just like I, ephemeral I put, experience yeah, I, I I played the game after that, but like it just didn't really feel the same to me. And I feel like I got my enjoyment out of the game. And uh, just because there are so many things in the world, like I I kind of felt like oh it's time to move on. And I've been playing other stuff since. So I personally, once I beat it, I didn't play that much more Hades. But I still am not going to say like this game has everything needed to be like really game of the year. I I guess Last of Us must have been a really fucking good game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> As it, far as, like, an indie Hades. game, because didn't only, like, a couple people work on this game? Like, this is such a small design team, isn't it? Supergiant Games, I don't know how many, I think it's about a team of 20. I, I could be wrong, but it, uh, they, it, every single game they've made has been well-received. Bastion is the is the other or is the one I know, mm-hmm. but I know they made three games total. But yeah, um, we have nothing but good things to say about Hades. You should definitely play it, even if you this isn't a genre that you normally play, because I know you normally don't play, like, dungeon crawler-type games. I feel like this was kind of, like, out of left field for something you'd enjoy, so. I mean, I feel like this is honestly just out of left field like it's a roguelike but there's no other roguelike like it i think well it's 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 called a roguelite because it's not as in depth but i think that plays to its strength because what it does do it does so unbelievably well that doesn't need more like complexity you know i i I think the really foreign aspect to me is the beat-em-up i i I generally don't like beat-em-up games Mm -hmm. i'm trying to think of like another beat-em-up game i like and like yeah of course there's like the simpsons arcade game and the x-men arcade game but like yeah 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 they're like casual crashers that kind of shit but yeah um this has the, a lot those, more finesse to it. it yeah exactly uh did you end up like how how did you end up playing this game because i know that i quote unquote convinced you cough bought the game for you cough on switch did you did you pl- are you a mobile hades gamer or were you a PC? I, I i do gamer? both actually so it's like if i'm like i'll play it on my computer and then it's like i'm gonna go lay in bed for three hours and play hades i beat it once on the pc and then beat it once on uh on my switch I, so the fact that you didn't complain about this makes me assume that it works flawlessly but like i i feel like an under appreciated feature this game has cross save functionality oh, so like dude. if you're playing on the pc there's you literally go to no issues literally no issues it's instant there's no waiting there's no like you could literally play on your switch for five minutes like oh wait i'm gonna switch to pc just log out log back into the pc it's instantly saved and it's like it's streamlined so well i feel like that's something that's easy to take adva- or take for granted but like it's still like even though the technology is there you don't see it in that many games i, oh, I feel like that's more of a xbox environment sort of feel well not like, even like it, xbox games like and stuff like that like any first person shooter like fortnite nothing has cross compatibility anymore i feel so like to see that in like this style of game like just feels so good like this they nailed this game like man I hope the people who created this, they're rich and well off because they, they they literally made me like have such a good time. Like I, I don't very much so often say this where I'm like, like I said, at the end of a game, it's even if it's like a really good game, are you really smiling ear, ear to ear? Like, no, like when we beat that final boss, like 
I was felt so accomplished. I felt like a fucking badass. Like holy shit! Like all that work, all that effort. Like, and then I get to see like the ending. Like, oh my god. Well, not I felt ending, like a badass, one hundred percent. It's a satisfying ending. We'll definitely say that much. Yeah. I do. You, do you think that you're gonna continue to play this game from time to time? Uh, you, I'm probably. Gonna... Gonna, I'm probably burned out for it right now. I really want to get like some of the harder difficulties because I do enjoy like the difficulty ramp up as you get more power ups and stuff like that. Like my build, I have I play with is basically like brain dead i can basically i would say like i have like a 90 percent chance of just beating the whole thing like on it's it's pretty easy without like any upgrades or anything like that so yeah i i guess that's kind of how it was towards the end when i actually beat it like i it's one of those things where like the rng you're able to get like certain like pretty much like op until like the final boss like yeah. uh, configurations of your build if you know what you're doing so by the time i got to the end boss like i literally had i had not died at all there's a thing called death defiance so like i had like four of those stocked up and i was just like basically spamming way through i guess i guess that's the one negative thing i could say is like if if you get overpowered it, it gets a little brain dead but they they very easily accommodate it feels for good that. though like to be yeah, like no, overpowered it, it does like, feel, like holy yeah, shit it's like god mode basically but yeah i there's so much more here to this game and in fact that's probably one of the reasons why i'm not playing it because i know i could get so lost trying to do all the other can, can weapons I ask you and upgrade one thing? them etc what is your favorite god to get powers from do you think um i do like I don't know. I I, I feel like I, I it like has Poseidon. To be... I, Poseidon's my favorite for sure. Poseidon's but... actually towards the the bottom for me. I I feel like that knockback on your on your dash is actually broken. Yeah, you you mentioned that last time, but I feel like every single time. So the way that I would play this game because I wanted to maximize my progress and maximize uh the the way that I like got money and stuff is that I would almost always for the first or second room use the boon or not boon charm that allowed you to go to chaos for free and increases like odds of giving you something good. And I would always like pick the power up that like increased the amount of gems and uh, purple things that you got. Poseidon will often offer a chance to just give you a bunch of money. And I was like, I have to take this because I have like eight multipliers on this. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I, I think I think that my favorite I, I, I liked uh, Ares, the guard, god of war, but I also liked um, Ranger I, Woman. Yeah, I, I forget Artemis, her name. Artemis is so I would always start with Zeus to get the attack that makes it so it uh, when you hit one enemy, it flies off and hits another. So I was able to clear really easy on the first one. And then I would go into Poseidon to get the dash that would knock back. But then you can also augment it so when you knock them back, they get ruptured, so they take extra damage. When they hit walls, they take 200% damage. It makes uh, bosses take 20% damage, like, all stacked. And then I would get Artemis to make it all crit, so it was just like... Like it makes the number go up. I mean, we're both. I don't know about you, but I'm an ex Maple Story player, so like, I feel like one of the most satisfying things when you're playing a game like Maple Story, where like everything does high damage, is just to see like a billion numbers go off the screen. Oh, at absolutely. Once. Well, you don't see numbers good. fly on the screen as much as in the game like Maple Story. It's just you see a bunch of attacks go boom, and it's it's satisfying. And, like and to watch. everything fucking melts. So I. I do want to call you out a little bit. What's up? A tiny bit. Because you told me, it was like, you see the speedrun of this game, dude? I'm like, no, I want, I want to beat the game first. So I looked into it. In fact, a lot of the speedrunning, it's not what I expected. I thought that New Game Plus, or not New Game Plus, like New Game to Completion would be the big speedrun. But no, it's a lot of like these massive challenge runs that are at the top of the board. Yeah. But you you mentioned, oh, it's sub five minutes, dude. No, it's, it's 557. 
it's whatever it's still like it's also, pretty low when you did it i totally was thinking this was rta no it's like 13 minutes rta but like the game has like cutscenes and stuff so it actually yeah is yeah, five yeah, minutes yeah. 57 it, it, seconds. i i just looked at what they have like on the physical leaboard and stuff like that i There's will say it's crazy there. oh I, they're nuts no well it's crazy for one the the actual runs themselves are crazy but like the speedrunning community is big and i realized that but i didn't recognize like a single name like maybe maybe it's due to the fact that i'm a washed up uh x speedrun at this point but yeah i was surprised i didn't recognize a single person like this this is a community that like i could really get deep into i will say though i i don't think speed running this game i don't think challenge runs are are for me i feel like part of the reason i love this game was i was basically able to just uh blitzkrieg at a certain point and just cause havoc and like it's really strategic how they play this game it's kind of it's kind of like ikaruga when you think about it at the top level where it's oh, like you absolutely. really gotta you got to understand every single minute detail of how to play this game, and, yeah, and that's I, just not for I me. I personally, I don't have the eyes for it because it's like I straight up, I'll get, I'll run into a trap, I'll have a a, a lone uh, fireball hit me and stuff like that, and on those higher challenge runs, it's going to happen because, like I said, I just don't have the eyes like I used to. That's why I can't play games like Ikaruga or or things like that. Yeah, like in fact, like one of the one of the bigger power ups in this game is the um. There's there's like something that halves your health, but you're able to like increase your health whenever you attack. Yeah, uh, and I love that one because I'm just able to spam the attack, and it doesn't matter if I just get hit by a trap accidentally because because it'll just increase my. Uh, how many times did you accidentally die on bosses because you like ran into a trap trying to like dodge something? Um. More than me. once, I don't know. There, the, the thing is, this game you go through it so many times, you lose count of every uh, single yeah. thing you die on. So, speaking of things of dying on, uh, no, no, one last thing, because uh, before I forget, are you? So, are we gonna see some speed runs of Hades on on the Twitch.tv slash Finctus? Uh, I could probably do a run or two. Yeah, I could show you like my build, and I can show you some cool stuff maybe after this. Maybe if we'll you're see. down. Probably not tonight because uh, in an hour it may or may not be a uh, holiday for couples and i have a girlfriend so oh well, it's more that like i might get yelled at if it's like you really didn't come to bed for valentine's day because it is it's midnight <laughs> it's like sorry i was watching my my bro play hades whatever whatever okay let's speaking of <laughs> anything else your transition was way better but i, I had no, to bring it back what game do we play this this week? <laughs> the transition was mine was equally as fucking bad. <laughs> okay, but it got a little awkward on my end, but I'm Listen, also making it more awkward by saying it got awkward. What did we play this week? Come on, dude, let's let's get there. Dude, speaking of uh loving your significant other, we played the S- fire. Speaking of sexy brawny uh, that's this we're talking about me here. Sexy brawny chiseled abs. Dude, uh, we played the fireman. Yeah, which firemen, is the, which I I have a sexy fireman outfit. I cosplay as a fireman on weekends. The people are like, "Help! This building's on fire!" And I'm just like standing in front of them with my abs, and they're like, "You need to go into the building and save these people." And I'm just like, "Look at my abs!" You're like, I'm shout a out sexy to my fireman. Abs. Wait, what, yeah, is this then, con- what is this conversation? <laughs> like, do you really do this? Yeah, many have died on my watch. So I picked this week. Yes. He picked Hades, and I'm like, you know what? No video game. We've had a, f- is- a fiery, a spicy past couple of weeks. You know, we played. Yeah, actually, actually, we played from Ignition the Factor. Of hell to yeah, actually, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> played Ignition Factor, then Hades, then this, right? Yes, and so I will say the Fireman and Ignition Factor were kind of a package deal. When I picked the Ignition Factor, I knew. Due to the fact that there are two fireman-based video games for the Super Nintendo, that we mm-hmm. cannot play one without the other. Oh, absolutely. So not. 
the week that we played the ignition factor, I knew that the next time I was able to pick a game, we'd play the fireman. It it just worked out this way that we're playing a really really hell month. Can I say I think this game fucking rules? I had this is a good game. I was just thinking like holy so shit, sick. I was thinking like holy shit. Why is the ignition factor so shitty? Why is oh, this game could have been good? Here we have the the fireman, which never came out in the U.S. No, and this is like how you make. Uh, first of all, not not just like a good fireman game in general. It's like, a good like a, a, it's like an action, like it has like a plot. Like there's, it's like I don't want to say it's an RPG, but it's like this is like the Super Nintendo at its best, honestly. Oh, th- like this, this literally got thrown in probably in my top five favorite SNES games, just from like the like the the two hours I played of this game. Because my yeah, dude, and this two game hours is, is honestly all you need. Because this we game mentioned is right before super short. Yeah, I would. And so the speed run of this game is like ten minutes, but like that doesn't say much because mm-hmm. a lot of games when they have a ten minute speed run, it doesn't necessarily. But like. I feel like that 10 minutes is it doesn't require glitches because if you know how to beat this game like it, it really it's only six levels that again the ignition factor was only like 10 levels yeah. like there's a lot I feel of like relatively this, this short is games. a lot this is still a lot faster but let's go into like what the game actually is uh this is a game produced by human entertainment in 1995 uh, which fu- is a really funny name for a, a yeah, studio, I, right? I've never, I've literally never heard of them. This was probably because, like I said, this is was a PAL release and Japanese only release, so it's like obviously it's from uh, companies that we wouldn't have heard of in the United so States. So I, I actually looked up Human and uh, Human Corp or, or Human Corporation, I think is what the name is. Human, human Entertainment. Entertainment. I think it's Human Entertainment. Well, okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm not gonna argue. It's it could be Human Entertainment. It could be Human Corporation. But at human the end of the day, it's human. They they've made games that like go are on my radar, but I've never played. They're like those random ass games that you've like heard of for systems but like they were defunct in 2000 but the thing that i really had to note is that like one of the one of the like the companies they became because they splintered into a bunch of different groups one of them is called nude maker what and i'm like (laughs) nude maker or do they make porn games no they make legitimate titles and they just chose the name nude maker because they are insane. I mean, that's that's marketing right there. It's like you know, you know, if I made a game company called like you know, Penis Destroyer or something like that. Yeah, they made the game Steel Battalion for the Xbox. Oh God, I I could write a paper on that game. That's the game that had like the thousand dollar controller that came with it. That was like the full like mech setup. Oh no, they made they made Fire Pro Wrestling and uh, some some sports games, but. They they made they made some like random games that I've heard of. But yeah, this game was um They made Clock Tower. That's the that's the game I was thinking. Wait, they of. made Clock Tower? Yeah, yeah, they made oh, Clock Tower. Oh, that game's fucking sick. Yeah, I like Clock Tower. But yeah, we've we've gone so off the rails. It's made by Human Corp. It's basically an action game with with fire fighting elements. Actually, the gameplay is pretty similar to the Ignition Factor except they took all the bad things of the Ignition Factor and like and made them look just, good. Well, they they just didn't they weren't there. The the main difference between this game and the Ignition Factor is while the Ignition Factor it's like different levels with different scenarios. This entirely takes place in a single building yep. fire and the plot builds from there. They're basically trying to get out this fire that's started in a chemical factory due to some like unknown chemical uh being well, so, extremely so, flammable. So what happened was it it's uh Microtech Chemicals and it was, you know, Christmas Eve, the night of their Christmas party and a fire breaks loose like you said due to the chemicals and it's up to Pete and Danny the, the the fucking best bros who they make a point in the opening credits to say uh they have two commendations of fucking bravery 
bust into the scene with their team to you know solve the issues with the fireman yeah so this game like when you think of a firefighting video game you think of i don't know i i feel like you would think of something more like the ignition factor where it's technical yeah. oh where are we gonna place the the fire truck where what different type of uh i want to say this game is like a beat-em-up though but like how they do it is with like instead of enemies you have like fire like in the fires yeah. are all like different enemies with like different patterns different shooting things like if we're talking like enemies are fire the literal there's each level has a boss fight and you're fucking the boss is fire yeah it's like it actually made me like i was like grinning again ear to ear when i got to the first boss it's like oh they're really just making it's, me fight it's a giant so ass fire dope. yeah like um, and the boss music is so good you're oh, fighting yeah. this fire you're like oh shit and they can feel like such a badass as it's like flying across the screen and you're like you're using your infinite hose because we forgot an element of this video game. This uh, this game takes place in the future, but like they're really cynical. They're like, the year is 2010. Nothing <laughs> has changed. And it's like, oh shit. <laughs> like for the last 20 really? years, technology has not changed. Yeah, uh, except for the fact that. This is literally on a backdrop of the Twin Towers. Why does every single game that talks about the future on a backdrop? when Japan thinks of the United States, that's, like, what they remember. And why do I have to bring this up every single time it happens? I, I could just, like, go go across my day, but instead I write this in my notes. Like, it was like, 9-11, like, you know. They they didn't guess it. With the, uh, the highlighter, you have to, like, underline it, like, five, six times. Make sure you mention this. Human Corp. Why didn't you guess it? Why so didn't like, you alert the So, like, the, 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 ga- the ba- gameplay basically consists of... You playing as Pete, you know, your mustached hero, as he goes through the building to try to get to his goal, the first goal of which is finding the chemical MDL in the basement because it's a time bomb uh, waiting to happen. So you and your partner, Danny, battle through the building through fires, through waves of flames, which, like I said, they all have different patterns. They have all different sprites. Um, What's cool is because they're different sprites, you can kind of get an idea of what kind of attacks they're going to be doing so you can get ready for it. Um, You mentioned earlier that the different nozzles you have, whether it's like you're shooting fire at the ground or across, based on the enemy or which like attack they're using, you can kind of switch uh, the attack style you're using, whether it's you have to... um, duck under fire or whatever like it's man this game is fucking dope (laughs) this game is dope first of all i feel like we can't talk about this game being dope without talking about danny we talked this is a partner system and one of the things i will say is a little bit sad is that this is a fully single player game when you see two people firefighting you like kind of expect to be able to play co-op but instead Instead, you have you and Danny, who is a computer who is invincible. He literally is impervious to fire. Yeah. And he'll just, like, if you're, like, in the area, he'll help you, like, like taking out some of these fires. So let's just do a shout-out to Danny. Yeah, I, Danny's a boy. Danny is our boy, and he makes this game way more enjoyable, even if all he does is, like, he just puts out surrounding fires in well, your area. It, it's nice, because I can just deal with all, like, the projectiles flying at me, because there are very... There are points in this game that are straight up like a bullet hell, and he's, like, getting rid of, like, the fires ahead of you so you can progress through the stages and stuff like that. Because towards the end, on, like, the fifth and sixth levels, like, holy shit, do the things coming at you become, like, So, So you beat this game? Yeah. Okay, I, I also beat this game. I, I think, so... This game, we said it's short. I think that a normal casual playthrough would probably take you like 45 minutes to get yeah. through all six levels, but you're probably you're probably going to beat this on like your fourth or fifth try through the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took, it took me three tries. The first time I, I played through it, I got to the third level boss, that one that like 
Exact same thing with me, and then I think I got to the fifth level, and then I think I got to yeah. That's, that's, that's I, basically I did, what happened. Three tries. Uh, I, I realized I can just save up all my specials on that guy and just mm-hmm. blow them on him to get past it because that enemy that that's literally the hardest boss in the game in my opinion. Um, yeah, the last boss wasn't too bad. I, no, you uh, could just stand up top and just fucking spam your special on him, and he dies. So yeah, so it's really impossible to talk about this game, and I feel like it's even impossible like talk about why this game is so good without comparing it to the ignition factor. And honestly, I feel bad for the ignition factor because if you remember our previous talk regarding that game like well you liked that game no i i wouldn't say i liked it i was sympathetic towards it like i was like this game isn't that bad but after playing this game the ignition factor is one of the worst games i've ever played for the super nintendo holy (laughs) shit did that game miss the mark i feel bad and i will actually i don't because the ignition factor came to the u.s and had a u.s audience while this game didn't so i feel bad for the firemen for not coming to the u.s i i don't know why probably just some random localization this would have been a sick ass fucking uh, arcade game even yeah but i i just genuinely feel bad for like the ignition factor after i played this game because there is absolutely like the game went from having redeemable qualities to like fuck the ignition factor i will yeah. never play the ignition factor again i will no, never, never recommend the ignition I, factor. i, I again. mean to be honest at the end of the day i'm probably never gonna play this again but if someone like hey True. you want to play the fireman i'd be like hell yeah i'm fucking down to play the fireman this is like in the same class of like wild guns i mean not a lot of people have like a wild guns cartridge but if someone's like oh shit we got a snes you want to pop in wild guns i'm like hell yeah Yeah. but like i'm never gonna like think to do that you know yeah yeah yeah, absolutely there's a a lot of really good games that are kind of like they're they're very ephemeral experiences like you'll pop them in just because like you're you're looking through your library i'm like that with uh that nes game rampart i remember we played it at our our buddy's house oh yeah i think that game's super fucking fun but um that's me with gorilla war yeah yeah i i I just love like the enemies in this game i think that's what really does it for me it's like uh you you're like blasting through these levels from like a top-down perspective and as you have these projectives coming at you you have like these different enemy types that make for really interesting like experiences whether it's like certain fires coming at you uh and can we talk about the controls for a second the controls are so fucking good um you i let's talk about the controls let's talk about the enemies but like i really think that we have to put this in a frame reference of a game like the ignition factor one of the reasons why the ignition factor was so boring is because like fire was fire it basically just it was fire it randomly spread if you didn't get it uh then that was that was it you mentioned these enemies each level has its own like kind of like unique fire that's harder than like the previous levels fire so you start out and it's really just fire coming at you it could come at you in a straight line it could come at you in like a zigzag pattern all of a sudden you have like fire where you have to duck under it then you have like fire that's like homing fire and it like shoots And you have, like, these different types of enemies that and make the, their way in fire. Oh, yeah, and then the waves of fire, they get stronger. Like, it's the same fire as it was earlier, but maybe they'll be faster. They're going to take more hits or something like that. And, and all these um, enemies compound for later in the game. You have all the previous enemies and new ones all having at the same time. And then there's, like, environmental uh, effects that are happening on top of that. I know in some levels, like, they're, like, those exploding barrels and shit. Like Yeah, and the, and the floor is falling from under you. It's, like, there's, like, so many ocean moments in this game but like they're also they're not made in a bullshit way like you're no, able to absolutely. like this game is arcadey like it, they definitely don't expect you to beat this game on the first try in fact they shouldn't because the game is too short if you want to get value out of it but like the surprises that come at you are avoidable and they make you just like they make you excited but but yeah like this game takes an enemy they they think of like a cool enemy and then they somehow make it fire it like and you see that in the boss fights so because i become from a, a world of warcraft perspective so I see a lot of things I see in like maybe like WoW 
wow bosses and like wow enemies like from this as far as like projectiles coming out how you have to deal with situations how you have to think dynamically with stuff coming at you stuff coming up on the ground and stuff like that that just made me really appreciate like holy shit like i i i I love this a lot um like we were mentioning the controls earlier you can kind of hit in almost any direction you know top left top right left right down up bottom left bottom right and uh one the number one piece of fucking uh, uh advice you gave me was to hold left trigger and right trigger it helped so much because that actually keeps you in your direction because otherwise you can attack and freely move in any direction at the same time with the d-pad but if you hold uh left uh trigger or right trigger or lr or whatever the fuck you want to say it is you kind of stay in that direction which allows you to hit certain enemies a lot better yeah yeah and and like the weapons themselves are programmed in a way that like are super good like i one of, one of the issues so first of all were, were you excited to be able to move without accidentally running into fire because you hit the run button or whatever it was in the ignition factor where you double oh, tap absolutely then, yeah that's yeah. fucking sucked there were there were so many things in the ignition factor that i think if they just like made like this game shows if you made minor tweaks to the ignition factor that game could have sucked significantly less oh yeah and yeah I, I mentioned he he mentioned like i i gave him tips i generally with super nintendo games if i recommended i try to just send the manual because like people read the manual for snes games that's well, how people well, well, people, well, yeah, what people forget is these manuals are fucking useful. They're going to give you tips. Because these devs were smart. They know their downfalls of their games or where people are going to have issues. Because those games were so rigorously tested back then, I feel. Um, that they're going to put in little tidbits to say, like, hey, this is a common thing. Like, remember to do this and it'll be not a problem. Yeah. On the weapons themselves. So, like, they, they like, set this in 2010, I feel, for this reason. But, like, you're... Uh, unlike the ignition factor where you're like fiddling through like each individual like different type of weapon like yeah, you just have basically ass. a stream of water that like doesn't stop and you're just like yeah fuck the fire and yeah, you're just you like going like a rambo direction. style yeah. rambo style on the fire and it's just like it feels so satisfying and just like oh I, my I, this is like this is straight up an action game and, i love and it the gives control me thrills. you have though i mean I say, i'm saying like controls but like i feel like i was so in control of myself my problem on a lot of snes games i don't feel in control of myself a lot of the times like i feel like i can't can't like get my if i get in a situation where i can't react fast enough to like change the outcome of situations i've already got myself into the situation in this game i feel like at any point if i ever got myself in a a spot i could just control myself out of that situation via like these extremely tight and fantastic controls i take a little bit to get used to as far as like i think this game would be so much better served with like an analog stick but um yeah i can see that it's like you ever play a, a game and then it's like you're you're in a situation where like you're getting like followed by like an enemy and you're like oh god which button and then you like hit the wrong button and die like this is like oh shit a wave of uh, a a heat wave is coming at me i have to duck and then you duck and then you like you hit like the the ground like you basically know exactly what to do at any given time it's a matter yeah. of reaction time like you feel so in control of your own destiny in this game oh yeah so like, can we talk about that wave that wave is like the hardest fucking part of the game jesus Christ. yeah yeah but like it also feels so satisfying when you do it right and you're just like i am well, the fucking i'm neo well, like, in the matrix right you have now. like oh you have the wave come basically it's a, it's a line that goes across the entire stage and you have to duck under it but like while that's happening you're having other fires that are on like a different plane coming at you so you have to like duck get up shoot move like it's just it's like a dance almost like it feels like like i i compared it to like wow raiding like that's basically what raiding in world of warcraft is is like that dance of having to like duck hit move react like over and over like I, I I adore this game, man. It was so yeah, fun. Yeah, this this was really fun. Like it, this is like it's just a fun, succinct experience. I really enjoyed this game. I definitely don't see myself coming back to it, but like no. I I was 
extremely pleasantly surprised. In fact, I, I like this game, just like the presentation, the graphics. It's like, it's kind of like an anime style. It has really good music. Oh yeah. The music is fantastic. You know, it does, it does, it does double up a little bit on the music. Like it plays over and over, but like each level, it like sounds differently. Like the bosses sound different and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like an extensive soundtrack, but like, especially during the boss fights, like I felt like in the zone because of it. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. The exactly. graphics it, are it, really good, though. It reminds me of, like, almost, like, Game Boy Advanced, like, quality graphics. Like, the, these sprites are super good. They seem a lot better than, like, the average um, Super Nintendo uh, sprite. Is this because is this very late in the cycle? I'm not, I'm not it, sure. It isn't. This game is actually, um, I think it's actually before the ignition factor. I think this really? is, like, early 94. This looks, this looks, no, this is 95. 95. Or early 95, sorry. Uh, but This looks so but, much yeah. better than the ignition factor. Yeah, really, like, the, the ignition factor sucks, just fuck the ignition factor. Yeah, f- uh, that's, all that's my homies podcast. hate ignition faster. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the factor. thing is, like, what this really makes me want to do is play the sequel, which came out on PS1. Yes, I, I actually saw that it's uh, Pete yeah. and Danny or something like that. My boy Danny! Dude, Pete and Danny are my homies now. Like, yeah, I, I, we, we stand Pete and Danny. This game, especially with the fact that it was, like, a single building fire, also made me, like, feel for the characters a lot more than the ignition factor, where, oh. like, they had... They, the ignition factor had an overarching story. I'm not sure if no, you were this, able to it, tell. This actually has a story like where i feel like yeah. somewhat attached to the characters it's not like crazy in depth but like their banter is pretty funny it's like going back and forth yeah. um do, do you realize you can press select to uh, skip through the dialogue yeah yeah i didn't realize that initially but i realized I, that eventually because yeah, the dialogue in this too. game does suck and that it's like i am going to and then like it'll be like a 40 second pause the second floor like they they kind of are yeah yeah, you to yeah skip at a certain point i i also like there is a story regarding the people you save, but it's entirely optional to save people, which is kind of funny. So here's but the thing. It's optional, they, but it's so good because you regain like half your health every time you yeah, save someone. Yeah. So it's like it's like almost like a checkpoint where it's like, holy shit, I'm getting low on health. You also have three lives in this game, which I, I mean, at first it feels very rough, but like this is definitely a game that gets super like reasonable once you understand what's coming at you and take it slow. This is definitely a game you can't really fly through unless you're like a master. Like if you can just take it slow and just approach everything like methodically like this is like you said it's such a strategic game like, you, it's strategic but it. i feel like it's also built to speed run like eventually like you pretty much understand where every single trigger for every single like fire yeah. is going to come from in fact like i i couldn't be I, I cba to play it but you know that there, you're able to unlock an expert mode in this game right really so expert mode if you die once you die you die in the game you die for real no Jesus uh it, you you have one continue and it, it's it's, it's like, pretty fucked. It's like the Saw video games. You have to have like yeah. this collar on that kills you if you die. No, okay. You, it, it's just harder and you only have one continue. But Did that, I don't why, know. Why, I, is, like, why hasn't there been a movie of that yet? It's like a movie where you're like the the game life and it's like you I, die. I li- isn't, didn't they make like a Doom one with The Rock where it was like a real video game? But you die for real. Like You have to beat it right now. I don't know. Uh, I, I feel that this game just first of all this game is speed ran and like i it, it gave me a speed running itch like honestly i feel like this would be an awesome speed run but i'm just not gonna do that <laughs> i like honestly if you if you like three months from now you were like yo you want to get on a discord call and play the fireman I, I could see myself saying yes to that yeah no this game was honestly one of the biggest pleasant surprises like i was coming into this with like fireman game for the super nintendo we played the ignition factor yeah it was like it was like a meme yeah but like it ended up being like a good experience so yeah uh, shout outs to the fireman uh you should yeah, play this shout game out, shout outs to uh what is it nude nude maker entertainment <laughs> making video games for the xbox with weird controllers but yeah 
Wait, what? I mean, if we're talking about like The Rock making Doom movies where if you die in the game, you die for real. Like, did you see like why why are they making so many video game related movies and TV shows right now? Well, it's like for a long time they were making them and then they ended up being fucking awful. But I think they're kind of hitting a stride where they're realizing like hey, maybe we can possibly make something that's something somewhat all right. For those who don't know, they're currently making a Last of Us TV show and a uh, Borderlands movie. Uh, Jack Black's in the Borderlands movie, so like that maybe is going to be good. I, I'm yeah. a huge Jack Black fan. They're also making, like, it's not like news, really, that Sonic 2 is coming out. The, the biggest news is that like there was a press release. It's like, presenting the official title of the sequel to Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. It's like, wow, what a creative name. But like... <laughs> Maybe maybe it was because of Detective Pikachu and Sonic Adventure, the movie, where, like, those were, like, barely video game movies, and... Yeah, 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 which I think is the better way to take it, because, like, if you're trying to make it a movie about a video game, it kind of is fucking... Like, unless you, like, are deeply inside of the game, like, lore and whatnot, it's kind of fucking terrible, but even if you are deeply into it, it's just really cringy because of how vague they have to make it for a general audience. Yeah, and that's what concerns me. Like, they're making a Last of Us video or TV series, and, like, the issue with a lot of the, the movies based on video games right now is that, like, I feel like they try to, like, follow the source material too much and like it, it just like it's like this weird uncanny valley where like the source material and the plot from the source material is like suited to a video game like presentation and therefore yeah. it doesn't really translate to the big screen as much or in this case the silver I mean, screen if, whatever if, you want to call TV. If people enjoy it sure. I mean people are going to complain about The Last of Us regardless because of all the Gamergate bros that fucking are like Ugh, women in video games. Uh. Well women in TV about video games that's uh, wow. We could go on a rant. Women, am I right? Women are cool. There we go. We got the virtual homework podcast. All my homies stand women. There we double go. But, not but, no, (laughs) on that topic. (laughs) Double but, double, double, double but. Yeah, I, I, like, I feel like The Last of Us, and while I haven't played it, I've played games like it. The, the great thing about video games is that, like, you're able to, like, put yourself in the protagonist's shoes, and, like, you get this really satisfying narration where like you have to make the decisions and therefore it like feels like much more enjoyable on like a personal level and i feel like a lot of the fans of the last of us who have played the video game they probably are going to be disappointed by this series because like they aren't able to have that interactive element i I, I felt the same way about like the walking dead series because like i feel like that show is fucking awful but have you ever played or seen like the telltale games walking dead games i the only telltale game i've played i've played multiple of the homestar runner telltale games i think those were like the first ones they made those were good they were legitimately good i I played the walking dead games holy shit that left me in in more emotionally drained because you are so attached to these characters like it is such a fantastic experience i almost want to say we should play that in the podcast i think you'd really enjoy it but compared to show, you could pick like, half the games man well it's like i don't want to play shit i've already played but like holy shit that game is like in fucking emotionally like dr- like oh my god i was like in tears by the end of it, it was so good but it's, it, it's I, something I hear that, the last of us 2 is also extremely emotionally draining like you have to like torture some people well it's like it, it's like it's you would only be able to experience that if you were playing it yourself because like you said you're putting yourself in that world you become engrossed in it versus like a show i feel like some extent you can have that happen to you yeah don't get me wrong there's there's been some shows and movies where it's like a visceral like deeply emotional experience but it's but nothing like, like a video game you're like because you're playing through it you know like you're the one you have it. to yeah you have to make the decisions yourself it's like oh yeah. shit like if i don't do this like bad like i have to restart the game like fuck and no one wants to lose progress Therefore, no. everything's more emotionally invested. I mean, like, I personally, like, 
I at least like kind of know about The Last of Us. I barely know anything about Borderlands. I just like Jack Black, so I'm excited about that. I also will never see Sonic the Hedgehog one or probably two so there we go i I will never see either of those either to be honest borderlands is actually one of my favorite game series ever Uh, i played borderlands one i beat the shit out of borderlands two i probably paid like 500 hours of that game i never played borderlands three because it was on the epic game store and i refused to buy it from there apparently it's on steam now and it's doing well and people are having fun with it i just haven't grabbed it yet we should actually grab that i think that would be a cool game for us to play fuck man there's so much cool shit coming out i think we're gonna have so much fun with like pick games you want to play man that's all i can say but in the meantime there's something i have to bring up because this has been on like a separate tab and i completely forgot about it and i'm bringing it back we're back on fireman discussion okay this is the first time (laughs) in the podcast we've transitioned back no it's it's really not okay first of all i want to say human corporation was the actual name, and they oh, later sorry. changed their name to Human Entertainment. Okay, so we're both right, or we're both wrong. I I guess. Well, we're, no, actually, we were just both right, and we're actually not both wrong. <laughs> yeah, there we go. We'll say that Human Corporate. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of myself. I'm, I'm gonna pat myself on the back oh, for this you. one. I I will say that they made stadium events. Did they really? Yeah, they did. They made a bunch of. It, like, it, it, I'm telling you, they made a lot of games that were cool. One thing that I think is interesting about this podcast is like, yeah, we play these games, but we do like to briefly look into the companies that make these games. And it's kind of interesting to see like what other stuff like these random fucking companies have made. Like that one that made Trapped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I just laugh at that name because it's fucking Trapped. trapped. God damn. You, I mean, like, you I, had fun with Trapped. That was, was so Trapped funny. was dope. <laughs> trapped was dope for the wrong reasons. I like, I don't know. I... I would if I bought Trapped when I was a child, I would be so pissed about it. Like the, the thing, like I, I almost don't like picking games for uh, like the anything that's like not on Steam or the Switch because I can't like cyber stalk you, helicopter parent. I'm like the day to play the game this week. I don't know. I don't know I, if he actually played it. I, I I'll always play the game because it's this is a big. I I know, but sometimes I'm like, oh, oh, I hope he like really took his time and played it. Like he played it on like Friday night instead of like Saturday one hour before the podcast. I've only done that for. I'm trying to think what game I did that for. Some some shitty game like Space Giraffe or something like that. Yeah, not Space Giraffe. Giraffe. No, I actually I actually played a lot of Giraffe Town. I every single fucking time I want to say Giraffe Town, I say Space Giraffe. I don't understand. It's it's actually a problem. Uh, No, no, no. I take that back. I played like 30 minutes of Space Giraffe because it physically made me too nauseous to play. All right, that's fair. But no, I actually had a reason for bringing this back. Uh, and that is I want I want to do a little bit of a rant here because like there are so many games that are good that are unknown. So, one of the things that happened was that like this week Nintendo announced more titles for the uh the SNES online yeah, service. Yeah, I saw that. What did they uh release? So, so the thing is like do you remember like we were going to play the Ignition Factor just, like, on emulator, and then, like, it's like, oh, shit, like, Nintendo really it's is on. releasing... They're releasing this random-ass title, like, the Ignition Factor for the uh, Switch yeah. online service. Like, and that's one of the reasons I like the Switch online service so much. Like, there's so many games that, like, really you get for quote-unquote free if you pay for online. But, it's like, who's ever heard of any of these games? And I, I just hope that, like, even if they get, like, a sliver of people into them, to be like, holy shit, these are really, like, unique titles, like, that are super, super fun. Yeah, so, so for example example the games that came out I, this week were doomsday warrior psycho dream and prehistoric man for the super nintendo but i've the never big heard one, of any of these yeah the big one so i've never heard of those either honestly and i'm a super nintendo fan i feel like i've heard of prehistoric man but i don't know enough about it that fire and ice fire and ice came out this week oh really 
Yeah, that's actually so, like that's actually like the dopest shit ever because that was our first game we ever played, and it was yeah, it's still one of my favorite NES games. Game's yeah, dope. don't listen to that episode. That's like a really shitty episode of the podcast, <laughs> but we've gotten a little bit better. I we're, mean, I'm still, episode one hundred, we, we're gonna go back to it. Yeah, we're gonna play Fire and Ice again. We're gonna play like Solomon's Key Three, isn't that already two? Right, Solomon's Key. I, I don't know. We should. I think play Fire and Ice. In the series. Fire and Ice is Solomon's Key Two. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, but but yeah, we'll play Solomon's Key Three. Uh, so hopefully, what, it's in what episode number is this? Is 44 or 43? Uh, 40, 40 something. So the the one we're 140 something. We're gonna have to play uh, Pete and Danny too. You're not gonna pick it for next week. Come on, come on. But no, man. the re- I'm going somewhere with this. Eventually, we're gonna get to a point. So many people were pissed about them announcing that these games that they've never heard of were coming to the Nintendo Switch Online because apparently, I didn't realize this was a thing, but every single time uh, Earthbound and Super Mario RPG aren't released for the Switch Online service, like Nintendo gets like a bunch of spam saying, release these two games for Nintendo Switch Online. But like, apparently, like, because these were such obscure titles like people really got upset like this was trending on twitter like put earthbound on super nintendo online already i'm like jesus christ Uh, like give these games a chance first of all we could talk about earthbound even longer than what is literally the longest we ever talked about a video game on the podcast this came up in a previous conversation apparently we talked about earthbound more than every other game i didn't even realize it i think i think we were just so like passionate about that game and like how disappointed (laughs) we ultimately were yeah and i still gotta beat mother three because that game is actually very good yeah like we could we could talk about earthbound being overrated i've never played super mario rpg i've heard extremely good things and hopefully it's not overrated just dude i love paper mario so i bet it'd be good they are good games but like there are ways to play those especially like okay i shouldn't say like just get a snes mini because i feel like those are super expensive but but, like at this point like it's been on like 70 other platforms like you could play it like yes you could play it but i also feel like people need to give these games a chance like it's like this is I don't want to be a Nintendo apologist. Nintendo does a lot of shitty things, but like they are literally just like giving out games for free at this point. Oh, and they're and they're letting people experience new things. Like why do like I my whole thing is like people want to experience things they've already experienced before like 50 other times. Like give something new a chance. Like you know, you don't have to eat macaroni and cheese every day of your life. Maybe adventure onto some like beef and broccoli or some shit you know like that's that's like genuinely a question i have like they released the ignition factor for snes online like how many people do you think played the ignition factor us we, two there and we then, go and then and then our super fans who listen to the podcast our super fans i feel like actually first shout of all, out to romania yeah, shout outs to Bucharest, but uh, no, like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dog on myself too much here. But uh, the ignition factor was not one of our best episodes. I feel like people are not super into the ignition factor. I I don't know what to say. Wow, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but <laughs> I I genuinely wonder. Do you think Do you think it's in the thousands and the ten thousands? As far as total amount of people who have ever played, I, I think it's probably significantly more than that. I would say probably no, like no. I'm I'm saying since coming out on the Switch on oh, Nintendo I, Switch Online. So play it actually, or open it, play it for two seconds, then close it. So open. Open, play it for two seconds, and close it. I'm gonna say fifty thousand. Play it for more than ten minutes, ten thousand. That's what I'm gonna say. I, I would, I would be willing to bet it's more than that because Japanese people exist and they, they play games. Okay, I mean, I guess there is a Japanese market that I didn't really expect. Apparently, the ignition factor has some like weird translations, which I, I kind of make sense considering those jokes in that game made absolutely zero sense. But can we talk about the horrible English opening with fucking the fireman? Oh yeah, it was pretty it, bad. It was pretty it, bad. It, so like I was, I was mentioning it with like Pete and Danny 
who have two commendations for their immense bravery. Like it's just like why it's it's all like a relevant uh, dribble. But the the game was only in English due to the fact that it got a UK release. So like that's a significantly smaller yeah. than than American audience. Like I, I I am genuinely sad this game didn't get a US release. It could have been something great, but it is what it is. Um, yeah. I so yeah, I like I I genuinely enjoy Nintendo releasing these weird ass games to the public. I feel like you're gonna get fans of the game that never really even expect. And like it's you get fans in weird places. I know people and I don't I don't just like know random 12 year olds. I know people who like were in my stream who were like young. It's like, oh, shit, I play this random game on my switch and like I like it a lot. And like that's like a that's like honestly awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. It's just like these people. I feel like these people have the potential to have such a better time with something they've never played before, but it's like all people want is to play the same thing that they've played a million times before. It's like, yeah, you can play the Donkey Kong Country 2. Yeah, you can play Super Mario World. Yeah, you can play Link to the Past and stuff like that, but you've all played that game a thousand times. Give one of these new games a chance. Like, you might fucking enjoy it like we enjoyed the Fireman. Yeah, like, I, I genuinely I see myself, like, right now being 10 years old with the Nintendo Switch because, like, how, how much time do you like, you spent your entire life just gaming as a kid, right? Pretty, oh, absolutely. Every, yeah, like, I yeah. had the Super Nintendo every single day. And and I, I feel like I would have online services now if I was, like, 10 because my parents were allowing me to game. And, like, I feel like at a certain point I would get bored of the games I have and go into whatever was free offered on the Nintendo Switch online. And I'd be like, what the fuck is prehistoric, man? I like cavemen, dinosaur shit. And it's well, like, you're, yeah. you're not going to tell me you haven't done that thing where you go on Steam and look at, like, the, the newest free MMO and just download it to see what it is with your buddies or something. Something like that. Yeah, but like now it's kind of ruined because like with green light, it's like here's anime titty experience eight. Yeah, and, and it's like, like uh, I'd it's rather like, not. Yeah, these these aren't as curated as they once like, were. Like there's like a, a weeb version of Death Stranding that's like a dollar now. I'm like really, whatever. Who Tits cares? Stranding. I mean, if we're talking about like games getting released on platforms, did Uh-oh. you? I and I know the answer for this. Did you hear about Google Stadia? There's multiple <laughs> aspects of this. So we actually didn't talk about this last week and you I had like you t- I thought we did talk about this last week. You be- you so no, we actually didn't. We didn't talk about Stadia at all. You like tried to transition into it and like I misinterpreted your transition and went on like a different rant about China. But um yeah, so Google Stadia <laughs> was super in the news and in fact i was kind of a victim of misinformation i thought google Stadia was like shutting down most of its services and going on life support yeah and that's kind of the case and that like google Stadia is not and i feel like everyone kind of knows google Stadia is shitty and like even google is not like not really announcing anything cool for there's the just not the inf- infrastructure for it as well i mean the people knew that from the very beginning that people would have lag and other issues you even said i remember a long time ago when you tried it's like wow i'm lagging like a motherfucker and i have like yeah ter- terabyte up to internet and shit yeah but uh google Stadia they shut down their internal game development studio so they were going to make stadia exclusive video games that's no longer Longer the case. Luckily, the 150 devs on the project are just being relocated to Google. They're, no one's yeah. losing their jobs because, like, at the end of the day, like a studio shutting down is like seriously bad for a lot of developers. Oh, absolutely. But, but, but yeah, the big I don't thing think now. They, I don't think they could have ever had games themselves. To be honest, I just don't think they have enough of a market share to like have any interest with it. Well, Google is Google. They have money to blow. They well, were, yeah, they were, they were the... really trying their absolute best. I mean, like, I don't know if like. 
a game as popular or like well received as Fortnite was like only on Stadia, but because like Stadia is relatively cheap, like really like kids drive a lot of the market. They they could have done something, but I don't think it was like I think it was doomed to fail. Well, it just I, like I said, there's just not enough infrastructure in the world to support what they are going. Give it like let's say 20 years from now they try something like this, it could be like the biggest fucking thing ever because everyone's. When we have, have like Musk satellite internet, yeah, maybe. exactly. When we have not fucking third world internet in first world countries, yeah, yeah, but. But the big thing, if we're going to get on the Stadia discussion, and I know we talked about this right before the podcast because Dana doesn't read my articles. Dana, Dana, Dana is not the best co-host. I'm, I'm, I'm accepting co-host applications, actually, if, if anyone wants to apply. But, yeah, actually, that's, that's, all, that's all I wanted to say. A co-host applications. Fuck you. No, okay. <laughs> I make my own podcast. It's called the yeah. Sam Sucks Podcast. I want to hear it. Three-hour episodes once every three days. And this is reason 475 that Sam sucks. No, um, so this is, like, actually one of the most entertaining stories I've read in, like, recent memory. So I personally, have you ever heard of someone getting locked out of their Google account? It's actually a scary process. (sighs) Getting locked out of anything in uh, today's age is fucking terrifying. But, like, Google, it's like you have, like, your entire livelihood. It's like you could have bank accounts, you could have your email, like, your work. Like, you literally can't, like, live your fucking life. Yeah, so, like, there are are something, it's like a total Google account lockout. And think of what that means. So, like, first of all, your Gmail getting locked out is absolutely fucked. For a lot of people, Gmail is, like, the only way they actually communicate with people in, like, the last 10 years. Like, in a business aspect. But that also means your YouTube. Really, anything connected to, like, 90% of the internet is absolutely destroyed. And this happens from time to time due to, like, some random, like, bot mishap. And the thing about Google, if you've ever tried to get in contact with Google, you can't. It's literally impossible. No. And it's a, a lot of modern companies, like, they don't actually have customer service, like, direct. It's, like, just tickets or, like, automated or, like, video chat. Or it's, or, like, like, spamming social media until finally someone, enough outrage is, is generated to... Yeah, which is unreal. Yeah. So this this happens all the time, and it's really fucked up, and honestly, there, something should be done about it. Like, I feel like Google should be mandated by the government to have, like, a corporate hotline line of some sort but even then this generally doesn't happen to people in positions of power uh, and when it does it's it's relatively uh quickly resolved like you see yeah, people yeah. accidentally getting flagged on youtube and then like eventually they'll get they'll get non-suspended Unflagged but what happened like was that. uh terraria which is actually one of my favorite games of all time fantastic i love terraria. Game. Fantastic, yeah, fantastic game. game i played so many hours of this like maybe 10 years ago and i'm not a huge fan now but that's besides the point uh terraria's main dev experience what we're talking about a google account lockdown so they were not able to access their uh gmail etc um what happened was he also owned the uh terraria youtube account so what they what happened before all this happened is they got an email that basically said uh your content and they should like linked a video or something like that or a series of videos has content that infringes on the google terms of service you must remediate this immediately or else face uh, whatever. And like the content was completely benign. And then they got yeah. an email later saying, sorry, the previous message was sent in error. And then they, then like after that one that says it was sent in error, they got their entire account suspended. <laughs> and this was associated with the main Terraria devs account. So basically what happened to him is he got all his Google stuff suspended and he tried to contact Google for a month to get his life back. 
And what happened was so it didn't like, happen. So if they, if they had, like, updates for the game or anything, they couldn't post any videos on, like, the official channel or, like, anything. True, but the official channel had not made a video in six months before this happened. So this happened a okay. month ago, and there wasn't even anything on the channel in the last six months. So it's crazy. It's like some weird automated system going yeah. haywire. So instead of Google being, like, a company that treats, like, a developer that has, like, a massively popular game on Google Play Store, like, well, what happened was they just completely stonewalled him, treated him like another person, and so instead of him taking this lying down, he literally canceled the Stadia port of Terraria. And, <laughs> like, first of all, that's the most baller move of all time. It's like, you know, he, he literally like, said something hey, along Google, lines. fuck you, you're not gonna pl- release our game and make money off of it. Fuck you. Yeah. Which is honestly amazing. I can't believe like, that literally he, he is the most that. baller move of all time. Yeah, and like honestly, he's in every single right to do that. Like he got completely tossed around by like uh, one of the biggest publishers. And like the thing is, Stadia needs him more than he needs them. Like Terraria is known for the fact that you're able to play it wherever. It's still going to be on yeah. Google Store because he said it's unfair to the people who bought the game on Google Store, if, like or Google Play, whatever the Android market is, uh, yeah. just due to the fact that like That's people so bought the game to and me, it's going to be unfair. This isn't yeah, like so, an indie game. Like this game has like hundreds of millions of plays. Like this it's is a one of those popular games game. of all time. Yeah. So at Google, my account has been disabled for over three weeks. I still have no idea why. And after using every resource I have to get this resolved, you have done nothing but give me the runaround. My phone has lost access to thousands of dollars of apps on Google Play. I have just bought Lord of the Rings 4K and can't finish it. Speaking of which, Lord of the Rings 4K just came out in IMAX, which is the absolute worst timing ever. Holy shit. That's a topic for another day. I have just bought Lord of the Rings 4K and can't finish it. My Google Drive data is completely gone. I can't access my YouTube channel. Worst of all, I lost access to my Gmail address of over 15 years. I have absolutely have not done anything to violate your terms of service, so I can take this no other way than you deciding to burn this bridge. Consider it burned. Terraria for Google Stadia is cancelled. My company will no longer support any of your platforms moving forward. So he's like basically any Google support is gone. This is a huge, massive burning bridge for a company trying to oh, get absolutely. into gaming. Holy like, shit. This couldn't have gone r- worse. And Google has not been able to be reached for comment regarding it. It's been they over have, a week since this They happened. haven't responded at, at all whatsoever? Okay, maybe not over a week. It's been it's been six days, and they have not responded at all. There is no Google Holy follow-up regarding this. Holy shit. In fact, he's like continued to tweet about it. Like he like... Uh, a couple of days later, it's like days since I've had this icon. It's like a it's like a you cannot access icon. A day since I've had this icon on my phone. Uh, Twenty five. Google click the button that unbans my account. Maybe honestly, Google maybe they're vengeful internally and they don't want to deal with him now that he's like actually made their life harder. But like yeah. at the same time, like he's completely in the right here. I would be so pissed if this happens to me. And, like, the the oh, issue absolutely. is not necessarily that it was just his accounts that got locked. Like, all of like Terraria's development has, has I, gotten I, I I imagine, like, all their company shit is, like, uh, uh, directly attached for it. Like, probably Google Drive stuff. Like, it's fucked. It actually is fucked. I can't believe that, like, this is such a bad situation that could have easily been avoided. Like, Especially I, in I, an industry that's based on, like, goodwill. Like, goodwill goes so far in the gaming community for, like, something like Stadia who's trying to build up. Like, this is, like, an- another nail in the content. Uh, fucking in the coffin for, uh, for Google Stadia, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, 
No one's gonna want to be on a platform that doesn't even have like the, it's the games you recognize. In I feel every so platform. bad for the guy, but holy shit, is this hilarious? Like, I understand there are people that are more famous than me. Like, there should be channels where he could have gotten this resolved. I'm just surprised that Google did not give a shit about like literally the lead developer on like one of the most popular games of all time. Shit's cray, almost as cray as a. Uh... I'm surprised he's not um on uh, verified on Twitter or anything like that. He has seventy thousand followers. That's that's good enough. Well, I didn't know who this. was was at all until you had mentioned that's that why it was he didn't the read it guy. he well, saw his linked a random tweet he's like well, this guy's got i i, I read the, on twitter i read the, i read the first tweet of him saying he's locked out of his google account i'm like oh who is this guy and then it says like professional button master he doesn't say like oh i'm like the leave dead above blah, blah, blah. you know what i mean yeah it's fair enough i mean like if we're talking about verified users if we're talking about crazy situations you sent me a link that i refuse to click on Dude, this is probably the most earth-shattering news we've ever broken on this channel. Are, are you guys ready for it? Yes. <laughs> I'm ready Soldier, for it. So- Soldier Boy has an OnlyFans. What's on it? I, I refuse to look. Uh, is Soldier Boy's penis. Is Soldier Boy's penis actually on it? It's Soldier Fans. Do we know anything about this, or are you just like like speculating? Did you buy it? Uh, how how much is it monthly? Uh, you can get in for as low as twenty five dollars per month. Is Soldier Boy's dick on it? I don't know, but you can see his nipples. That's like I could go to a pool and see a man's nipples. Like his recent post says, "Good morning, baby. What you getting me for Valentine's Day? Tip me right now for a private convo and a special photo from me." I remember, uh, like back in the day, Soldier Boy had a website, and it's like. Five dollars for a Twitter shout out, so I got a Twitter shout out from Soldier Boy. Dude, now that you can just get like any celebrity to say like any random shit. Yeah, this was this was pre cameo, but like now I could use the same amount of money to see Soldier Boy's penis. Technology, <laughs> gaming, virtual homework. Hey, buddy. Yo, was that a fucking good episode or what? (laughs) Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you did like it. All right, here's what you're going to do. Five stars Apple podcast. Subscribe on SoundCloud. Go to Spotify. Get all your friends and make them subscribe. Gunpoint. Basically, whatever you can do to make this podcast successful, we don't care what it is. We don't care what the means are. Thanks, gamers. Uh, What he said, but slightly less aggressive and more loving.